Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. So, where should we begin today? Um, okay. So, Sony and and Bungie is doing a lot of, you know, changes. We'll call it that. Over there and um over there in those um offices over there. Bungie has laid off a couple of um hundred people. And um it has a lot of people wondering what's going on over there with Sony because and and keep in mind, guys, I didn't even know this. But you remember um, when Sony bought Bungie? One of the rules was is that it, it wasn't a rule, rule, but it was kind of implied that no one was going to be leaving Bungie. And so, when this news broke out about um, that this happened, people are like trying to figure out if it's Sony's fault or is it Bungie's fault. Now, Bungie came out and, I mean, no, not Bungie, but Sony came out and said, um, that wasn't on us. And that it was on um, Bungie. And for a couple of days, Bungie did come out and say that they had to, like, you know, had to change some things and stuff like that, which resulted into, like, um, letting go a couple of hundred people. Now, This is what I think, and you can take this with a grain of salt. I think Sony will be fine. Um, that being said, that being said, I think that Sony is not telling people the truth about what's going on behind closed doors. I don't think that Sony is hurting with money, but I don't think that PlayStation games are selling at the rate that they wanted to um, sell at. And keep in mind, Spider-Man 2 sold really good. At least in its first day. 
2.5 in its first day. Those numbers are not coming out, but, you know, they got their quarter reports and stuff like that. So, we'll get the a full detail as to what was going on. But, um... Like I said, I don't know what's going on with Sony. I think that their messaging, I think that um, that acquisition from Xbox, from um, Blizzard and um, Activision, I don't know how they, they're trying to figure out how to move forward. Because that acquisition from Xbox really did, um, that really did put a, a damper on, um, on their future prospects. Speaking of Xbox, did y'all hear that, um, Okay, 230 plus thousand, 230,000 plus of the worker employees at Xbox. Do you know that they just got kicked off of that, um, that, um, Game Pass Ultimate? So that was one of the perks as far as working for Xbox and stuff like that. Well, they just got kicked off. Now, I'm looking at these numbers, and I'm like, that is, that's an awful, that's an awful lot of people that, you know, that she was allowing, like, you know, to use it. But, let's just talk about this, really. What is the benefit of you kicking them off? I mean, yes, some of them may buy into it, but that's weird. Like, if I worked for Xbox, yeah, I mean, like, I'm kind of hoping that you guys will give me a free Xbox Game Pass, I mean, it might not be ultimate, but at least it can be, like, the regular one, like, for the consoles and stuff like that. I'm working for the company. I don't know. Ever since that came out, I just thought that that was weird. I thought that, um... And it, it, it was yanked under the rug, was yanked from their feet, like, out of nowhere. And those kind of tactics I don't like. And and it makes me look at um Xbox in a way like, okay, what what's 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 really coming down the um the line. Because yes, you did buy X I mean you did buy um Activision and you did buy um Blizzard. And I know I'm not that naive. I'm really not that naive. I know y'all gonna pass that on to the players. That cost on to the players. Honestly, I think that's really messed up too. I think that's messed up. Because 
I can understand, but, you know, it's a form of basis, but... I have... I have Game Pass, yeah? And let's just be honest with you guys. I didn't ask for, um... Blizzard, let alone um, Activision. I like the idea of it, but I didn't ask for it. You know, y'all pursued that. There are several studios that um that um people want the Xbox to, to pick up. I'm sure. I'm looking at Square Enix. Though so that most likely will go to Sony. No, I used to think that because that might not be the case. That might not be the case because. Square Enix is losing money with Sony. So, yeah. I can't believe they did all that. The Lies of P sequel has been confirmed. And the first DLC and the game update has been teased. Um... The last IP sells 1 million copies in less than a month after the studio well-received launch on the PS4, PS5, Xbox, and all of the um, systems. Um, an upcoming patch is expected this part. Excuse me. Which is set to bring significant changes to weapon and character balance as well as quality of life changes to ease the difficulty in the early stages of the game. As part of this, players will get to will get the rising dodge ability as a default skill, eliminating the need to unlock it. Players will also get a new outfit and new mask, uh, along with new features to equip the glasses and um, hats and stuff like that. And they showed off a couple of, um, pictures for an upcoming, um, DLC, which, have you guys played that? The ending, the ending, um, features Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Like, this world is tied all into that. And I'm telling you, I thought this game was fucking incredible. And not to mention that the game is on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Um... Troy confirmed plans for um, Liza P sequel. Our prize, our highest priority is developing the DLC and working on our sequel. The dev team is putting in significant effort brainstorming and exploring different aspects of the projects. I, I was telling you guys last week, I think that my number one game of the year is... Um, Tears of the Kingdom. 
The Legend of Zelda. But a close second, yeah, I will give it to the Liza P. That game was done wonderfully. Done wonderfully. As a person who loves Bloodborne and the lore to Bloodborne, oh, come on. Like, that universe there can go so many places. It can go so many places. I hope they think about, like, you know... Well, they're clearly going to expand on it, but I'm excited to see what they do. Sonic Dream Team was announced for um, Apple Arcade. It looked cute. Um, But here's the thing. And I have Apple Arcade, guys. But I am not going to play that game. I don't know. It's just like when these, these type of games here, in my humble opinion... I think that they should be on, 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 um, regular home gaming platforms. But, that's not to say that I don't see what, um, Apple is doing. Because the, the sleeping giant of, um, guys is Apple. Apple is going to start positioning themselves to get in the gaming realm. Watch. Watch. Now, normally I don't do this, but I'm going to talk about it. I saw Friday Nights at Freddy's on Peacock um, this past weekend. My little review of it is, okay, so I thought that it was very good. It helped me. It, 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 it captivated me. Um, I don't know much about the franchise. I do. The only thing I knew about the franchise is... Number one, I knew through PewDiePie. And I knew that a lot of people were screaming. But outside of that, I it 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 never like you know it was a okay. But um this story follows Josh Hartnett, not is that hold hold on. He um he lost his brother, and um his brother got kidnapped. He didn't lose his brother. His um and his light kind of fell apart. Kind of fell apart. Friday night. Um, I'm trying to find the person who's, um, I did, that was Josh Hartnett. Okay, so, Josh Hartnett, when he was younger, he, his little brother got kidnapped, and he felt responsible for it, and 
when he got older, you know, he suffered from depression and he kept having the recurrent dream of his brother getting kidnapped. And then after that, he was trying to find clues in this recurrent dream to find out what happened with his brother. He kept losing jobs and stuff like that because he had, like, you know, depression and he became very violent. Well, he finds a job working at an old pizza joint and they had animatronics. That's what they call them, right? Animatronics. And he didn't know the history of it. However, he did meet an officer. Her name was um, Vanessa. The person who gave him the job was Matthew Lillard. And um, she told the history of why she liked these animatronics and how they, like, you know brought kind of peace to her. But there was a, a a dark a dark um story. I am struggling with this. But um there was a, a, a dark secret behind all of it. And so again he has a he has a little sister, mind you. I'm sorry to tell you I'm sorry I didn't tell you guys that. This is um Josh Hutchinson he had a sister, and she she wasn't autistic. She just was very reserved, and she her way of communication was through art. So his auntie, Josh's auntie, wanted to you know, take ownership of his sister because she deemed that um, Josh wasn't being helpful enough. And the truth is, she just wanted that money. But um, he, he wanted to fight her on it, so he got this job as a security guard to watch over this, this joint. Now, in the dream, he ran across some kids, and they were new to his dream. I'm going on too long about it. Um, but they, they, they were significant, because these, these children also got kidnapped as, a, um, as children, and... Um, they knew who was the person who kidnapped his brother. But they didn't want to say because they had, you know, they wanted to keep, um, they wanted to take his sister as a, as a sacrifice. And Josh was like, no. But in the end, now I'm not going to tell you guys a secret, but there is a, a, a major twist in the end. It was a it was a good ending. Um, 
it leaves the door open for like a sequel, in my opinion. But um, that movie was really, really good. I recommend anyone who um, has Peacock to go. To go and um, watch that movie. It's really good. Oh, before we go, before we go. Alright. Disney Dream Like um, Valley. It's, it's, I'm, I might be getting that wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about, right? Okay. Y'all remember when it was announced a couple of years ago and then they said that it was going to be free to play? Well, it's not going to be free to play now. They're saying that they're going to um, release the game. You know, if you get early access, it's $30. That's how much they're going to charge for this game. I was pissed off because... Yeah, I got Game Pass and I can play it there. But I wanted to play that game free to play because that's what you guys promised us. So what this... It made me mad. And I don't think that there's going to be much support for this game. I think that they got a couple of more years. And then... Because it's a game as a service. And I think that that's why... um. It's not going to, um, it's not going to, um, continue. They shouldn't just. Here's my thing. Guys. Disney. And I told y'all last week, I said Disney's got their hands involved in this shit. Um. I'm pissed. Because y'all should have just released it for $60 and then um, put all of your DLC and everything involved in that. Y'all could have done a a setup just like um, Animal Crossing, but y'all didn't want to do that. Because Sony, I mean not Sony, but um, Disney's hand was involved in all this shit. And Disney wanted to nickel and dime people. The grind is hard. And it's not like, you know, I, I played a couple of, uh, played it for a couple of um, sessions and then I just got really bored. I got really bored. Not like on, on, um, Animal Crossing. I have fun playing Animal Crossing. So yeah, I was pissed off that they're not gonna let that happen. And guys, um, there's rumors that um, there's gonna be multiple Silent Hill remakes in the making. I don't know. I think that I think that um. The litmus test would be the Alan Wake sales. The Alan Wake sales. It's it's isn't that part of the same universe? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. If it does come out, 
Okay, guys, and that's it. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture okay guys y'all know that I don't really try to be too too messy up on here but okay there and hip-hop there are two ladies that in my humble opinion they're very problematic Let's just, that's the first thing. They're problematic, okay? Problematic. That being said, Kia and Azealia Banks, when I tell you these huffers know how to read, okay. Kia Banks, not Kia Banks, but um, Kia was um, being like Sexy Red. Y'all know Sexy Red who just announced that she was pregnant. And she goes off on um, Sexy Red. This is Kia. I want y'all to hear this. I want y'all to hear this. Bitch. 
Looking for a rich baby daddy when you a poor, broke baby mama. Trying to pin that bastard on Drake and he don't want it, never baby. Trying to roast an old hoe that looks a little younger. Let's get that right. Then you young ass, tired ass, disease infested ass hoe. Bumping your head on the head, boy, one too many times thinking you could come for me. And acting like you a superstar rapper when you're still looking like a copper pin. Got an old dusty feeling too that's been left in the cup holder of an old school box Chevy. St- Child, listen. I remember the first time I heard this, I said, God damn, Kia, 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 get off of her. She's already dead. Now, I don't think that, I don't think that Sexy Red even initiated this shit. I think it was a criticism of, um, Sexy Red, uh, was being compared to Kia, but... The only the reason why I can go up for sexy red is because like I said, that bitch is about to have a whole goddamn baby and she doesn't even know what a fucking vulva is. Like bitch, you don't even know what's going on with your goddamn pussy down there. You can't even name the autonomy of what's going on down there and here you are about to have a whole goddamn baby. So yeah, I got pissed off at people for fucking platforming her. Now she's literally barefoot pregnant performing on stage. I said this shit, you can't write this shit. But um, yeah, the girls was trying to go for um, talking about that Kia was kind of washed up. I said, bitch, Kia is clearly doing, Kia is Still, to this day, making money off of that neck, uh, my neck, my back. She is still making money off of that damn out, that damn song. I can't say the same for um, Sexy Red. Sexy Red got a couple of bops. I know that. I'm aware of that. But I don't see her. I don't see. I don't see Kia even five years out. I mean, Ikea. I don't see Sexy Red five years out. But I just want you guys to hear that. Hold on. Let me... Hold on, guys. Because I don't know nothing about this academic and saucy Santana shit. Like, what... What happened? I don't have a problem with homosexuals at all. Um, but I do have a problem with anybody who ever mentions me. Saucy Santana, I do have an answer for you. I want to see you and I'll set up the meeting. I would love to see you, brother. I don't know you. I think you're an entertaining person. But I also believe if you saw me, you would do a fucking thing, brother. Because I will treat you like I treat every nigga. And I will take your head off in front of everybody around you, nigga. If you see me and even made a fucking wink that I thought was offensive, you're going to have to carry it out. You're one of them niggas who were fighting with Shanquella, the girl that was killed in, like, Mexico. 
you're one of the homosexuals that act like you're you're a woman. You're fighting with Shanquella. You're not fighting with me. I'll strangle you limb by limb. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, what caused all this shit? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Saucy Santana isn't problematic at times, but like, hold on. Let me see if there's a response. Hey, with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door. In the streets, in the field, in the streets, in the club. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Well, let, 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 let's get it on. Bitch, that's what the fuck we want to do. Bitch, and after I... Bitch, I'm gonna fuck you on your ass because you a playing with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door. Ooh, Jesus. Uh-uh. Ugh. 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 Saucy, why did you say that? Why is Queen Latifah involved with this shit? Let's see this. Oh, I, I'm just learning. Y'all, I'm just learning this. I'm just learning this with you guys. Boy, we didn't come a long way. We over here by Queen's Bridge. Shooting. Equalizer today, and I could just remember when I was like 15 playing basketball, and we had to come play in Queensbridge, and we were scared as hell, but we rolled up in there anyway. You know, it was a great competition. We managed to win the game, and we managed to make it out alive. But I just love it over here. You know, so much hip hop history. So respect to everybody from Queensbridge. Now Shantae, and on and on. Shot my video elements that I'm on right here. You know, this is beautiful. Sometimes it's just a beautiful thing to be in New York City. Take a look. Peace, Queen Lock. I guess that's it. Let me see what she's what she said. Um Okay, so this is what she said. It's crazy to me how DJ Academic is crying scared to say something or to say anything to Saucy Santana because he's a gay man and he's scared of getting canceled. But he said some of the most outlandish, vile, disrespectful, and demanding things to black women with absolutely no fear whatsoever brings me back to Malcolm X quote the most disrespected and unprotected and neglected person in America is the black woman she's not lying she's not lying I have seen I have seen multiple times that um DJ Academic went after black women and nobody came to those women defense. No one. I've seen Vic Mensa that 
he just touched my oh, he just touched my spirit. But Big Mensa, there's a video of him confronting DJ Academics, and DJ Academics buckled. DJ Academics does not go after motherfucking goddamn men. He only goes after women, particularly black women. So, I don't. I hope they. I hope he finds. And I'm talking about DJ Academic. I hope that um he finds peace. I really do. On to bigger and better news. Megan The Stallion came out this week with her new album titled Cobra and in some of the lyrics of this song um she was talking about her depression she was talking about um you know being her man cheating on her party like she was going through some things. Through some things. But, um, I liked it. I thought the beat, the production to that, I thought that production, and I saw the video, and I thought her this, I was like, bitch, you better tell these hoes to eat. You better tell these hoes to eat. But I hope, I mean, I like to see that Megan the Stallion is on her road of to recovery and stuff like that. Because from what I'm reading, baby, that she went through some shit. I didn't know that Megan would do all that shit. Now, if y'all haven't heard, there is this food critic independent and whatnot by the name of Keith Lee and baby now see I knew of him but I really didn't follow him because I'm like but whatever he did you know did review and stuff like that I I don't know this person that being said I took his criticism to heart like I thought that he was genuine I really thought that he was genuine. And so, but then again, though, I don't go to the places that he frequent or that he um, reviewed and whatnot. But he went down to, um, to Atlanta and he went to two prominent establishments, one being the Real Milk and Honey and to um, Candies and Todd's old lady gang and he gave his criticism and they tried to he sent his family in to like you know to bring out the food first of all they didn't have no takeout and the customer service I grow I, let me tell y'all something let me tell y'all something y'all are better than me Y'all not better than me. Because I heard that 
the like it takes 40 minutes 40 minutes to an hour to receive your food in these establishments or in these goddamn restaurants in Atlanta let me tell y'all something y'all are 10 times better than me because bitch I better get my food in less than 25 if I am 30 minutes in 30 minutes in I'm getting the fuck up and I'm leaving I'm leaving. I don't care what person said that this is a good food place. I'm here to enjoy the food. But I digress. So he sent his family in and they got like this it's a 40 minute wait, an hour and a half, or 90 minutes, and then when you sit down, you can only, um, you know, be there for, you know, you can only eat your food, like, in 30 minutes and stuff like that. But he sucked his family in, and they were treated like normal people. It'll come back around to that. Hold on, guys. So when he went in and introduced himself, all of a sudden, you know, everyone ears perk up. And this is at both establishments. And um But he was like, but y'all treated my family saying that it's an hour and a half for a seat. For a table, but when I walk in, you know, all of a sudden you got tables available. Which he then would say that you know he appreciated it, but he's not going to um he's not gonna eat there because of the customer service. And I agree with him 100 percent just because somebody is a celebrity does not mean or doesn't warrant them to eat earlier than everyone else. Now, the real milk and honey, they came out, their first response was they came out and made a small TikTok video talking about who is Keith Lee? I don't know who Keith Lee is. Instead of addressing the horrible customer service that your your establishment is giving out. Your establishment is giving this shit out. So, yeah. There's egg on your face right now. Now everybody is coming out talking about let's not go to this place. Now, Candy Burris, she has this Restaurant with her husband Todd called Old Lady Gang. He sent his family up in there, and they was like, "We don't, we don't do takeouts on the weekends. We don't, um, you know, we don't um, have a table um, an hour and a half out." 
But when he walks in, all of a sudden they got another table. And he declined to eat there. Baby, would I tell you that this man has the the, 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 the restaurant building, I mean, industry shook? Like everyone's on that penis. Now, here's the thing. In Atlanta, and Atlanta is known for having good food, along with Texas. But they also are notorious for having bad customer service. And to me, that's what's important. If your hostess or host is assholes like that, then no, I don't want to eat at your establishment. Candy came out, didn't address the 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 um the bad customer service. He tried to clean the shit over. Everybody was like, "Girl, gone somewhere. Sit down." I guess the bigger picture of all of this is is that my takeaway from um eating in Atlanta. Hopefully, they change their customer service and start treating like you know their patrons all equally. That they shouldn't be like, you know, kissing the feet of a celebrity or a known individual or an influencer um, in order to get likes and stuff like that for, for their restaurants. If your food is good, the food will speak for itself. But circling the back around what I said earlier, bitch, if I am sitting here and I'm waiting 40 minutes for food, you, I won't go to the restaurant on that alone on that alone I'm not going to your restaurant 40 minutes no ma'am no ma'am I've been in fine establishments fine but no I'm not waiting 40 minutes just to get uh, uh, um to get um to get food from you because you you don't have a system in place for efficiency. And then on top of that, all of your employees stink with their attitudes and whatnot. Go by. Go by. That's what I was saying earlier. Y'all are better than me. Y'all are ten times better than me. Because that couldn't be me. But I'm glad that he's shedding light. And then he started getting threats. So now he's like, you know what? He's going to take a, like, you know, a little, you know, step away from um, reviewing um, these restaurants. Which is, again, fucked up. Because he's supposed to be, um, he's supposed to be fair. And I believe that he is being fair. He's telling people his experience at these restaurants. And if you don't like it, change it. Don't attack him, change it. See how you can become better. But like I said, they don't want to do that. No, ma'am. They don't want to do that. That's too much like right for some of them. 
God, I want to talk about that Palestine and um, Israel so, so bad, but again, the thing that's what's going on with me in that is that I don't have all of the information and I don't like to speak on something this, this big. Without getting all of the information and stuff like that. But I can tell you one thing for certain. Is I think that this is a one-sided situation. And I do not like it. Number one, there are people dying. But the reason why I don't like it. Because I feel like it's one-sided. And two, there's too much secret money behind this shit. Okay, guys. I think we'll just end it there. Oh, okay. (laughs) Alright, guys. And... Sorry about that. And... That... I guess we were in right there. Sorry. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you'd like to write to us, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 